Hello? Yeah, hello? Yes? Yeah, I'm looking for an artist. Oh, okay. I'm looking for an artist. Alright. Yeah. challenge of the day or a question of the day since this is the first time i'm sitting on this side of the table this is the first time i'm going to offer a challenge nice well if it's a challenge that we can say that i'm doing something very cool to the listeners like the challenge is like lift up the piano and i'll be like i'm doing it and then we can i actually thought about something like that like something physical right so i tried to do something physical but for the listeners so in an audio audio package i'll take a challenge okay so (laughs) begin everyone by closing your eyes and now picture this half of a sphere face down and it's carved on the inside so that it's hollow so it's like a a shell half of an eggshell and then there's a long straight stem coming up from the middle of that and then it kind of curves out as if it's dripping up onto the ceiling with a flat bottom now turn that image upside down and what do you have a music note? Ooh, close. A wine glass. That was my <laughs> attempt. Cool. So you give me yours. Close your eyes. Oh, okay. Um, so you've got... Um, wait, I need a second. It's okay. <laughs> um, they're whispering, but... Over there, there's just like you can hear whispers more than if they were talking full voice. I know. <laughs> okay, it's like I'm those be, two kids in glass, <laughs> like in the back row. Yeah, yeah. Also, you know the cool thing about candy wrappers is that they can be so quiet, mm-hmm. but then as soon as you enter a theater, they are the loudest. The loudest. The loudest like, even like in your pocket you know <laughs> like in your coat and pocket. then like you try to sl- slowly open it and then it's so much longer and more excruciating but it's kind of cool that a little piece of candy can destroy 10 minutes of entertainment so easily okay i'm back <laughs> okay so um if you're driving, open your eyes. But for sure, if you're not driving, your eyes should still be closed. I need to close my eyes. How can you tell they're open? <laughs> because you're not even doing the uh, challenge. Okay. I can tell. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so we've got, like, um, a circle. Okay. And then, uh, like, it's stacked, like, let's say 13 times. The circle's stacked on top of itself. Okay. And then... There's a little groove in the middle of that stack. And then there's a very thin piece of string wound around 48 times. 
What is it? Wow. Um, a, who, a, uh, a string wrapped around it how many times? Like, probably 47. That's so specific that I'm going to have to say a hair barrette that has been dropped on the floor and then, like, a plastic bag handle that ripped off, like, kind of got tangled around it. Mm. It was a yo-yo. Wow. Oh, okay. So I would, yeah, yeah. So I would have said something like, not to critique, but we can open our eyes. <laughs> Note session. I'm going to do this whole <laughs> podcast with my eyes closed. Maybe like. I'm so bad with my eyes closed. Two, I can't. Two discs. Two discs. Yeah. Separated by, uh, from each other by like a thin metal rod. Metal rod? Yeah. Oh, inside the yo-yo? You're thinking yeah, structurally? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like... I don't know how when you said a crafted. Circle, You've made one in when tech you said ed a class circle, or like something. stacked on top yeah. of itself, I imagine like a snowman with 37 like body mm. sections. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool because it's interesting how we describe things, right? Yes. I would have chosen to describe that wine glass. Like you lost me at one point and I got confused because yeah. I would have done it so differently. It's like, you know, in school, there's certain things that your teachers did that really stick with you i was Mm. in grade probably two or three and they were like they had an exercise that was similar to this you had to one student had a thing of peanut butter and a knife and bread and they had to describe to the person how to put the jam i think there was jam and peanut butter on yeah so they had to describe how to make a peanut butter sandwich like step by step yeah and it's way harder than you think it is you know what's weird is that I did that at my f- first college that I went to. Yeah. Uh, well, my class did it. It was like interpersonal communications. Mm-hmm. And college students struggle to do that. It's kind of a hard exercise. It's a hard exercise. It's also interesting. There's certain people that want you to over-communicate everything. And then there's some people that you're they're communicating so much to me, that to, or like to whoever they're communicating to, and you're like, you're giving way too much detail. Yeah. And then like you're sitting there like, subjective. got it, next. Yeah, not yeah. Ever, different people like to be given different amount of details. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, okay, what about this? Like a circle that is green and blue with like, it's dotted like green and blue randomly. A circle that's dotted green and blue randomly? Yeah, like splotched green and blue. Is it a Frisbee that got like, like a toothbrush and you speckled it? Yes. Nice. Or the globe. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey guys, um, if you are an OG listener, and you, then yeah. you may recognize this voice. Oh, hey. Yeah, I was also going to say, if you are a true extreme listener, you will find a way to comment to us and tell us what items you imagined that we were describing. Because I'm curious to see if anyone like is like, duh, it's a wine glass. How'd she not get that? Well, we can do it on our Instagram post. Okay. If you're listening and you follow us on Instagram, be like, duh, it was a wine glass, or nah, it was definitely a, what did you think I it was? I thought it was a music note. A music note, or like a um, Captain Hook. Actually, what hook. happened to me was I imagined a music note at the beginning, and then I couldn't change what I thought it was, even though what you were describing didn't match with it anymore. I was like, it's too late. It's a music note. 
Close your eyes and picture an L E N A. Today we have Lena here, and I'm very excited because she actually helped me to start this podcast in the first place and kind of like explore what we could do on this podcast. And since her episode, I've had a lot of fun, and so I'm excited to have her here tonight. What's up? Not much. And I'd like to say I've listened to, I'd say, most of the Looking for Artists, and they're fabulous. And I'm a huge fan of what you guys are doing here. Thank you. Thanks. Very cool. Well, the thing about this show is that I have people on that I'm a huge fan of. I'm a huge fan of you. And I want to know what you've been up to since you were first on. Cool. Well, I've been doing a lot of examining, um, a lot of reflection. It's interesting to like try to step out of your life and try to see where you are in your career when you can't know at all because you have no idea exactly what is to come. But I feel like in this, I'm in a transitionary phase. I, la- I talked last time about um, having jobs or a attempting since I have a very irregular schedule, which I know you know a lot about. And I've been uh, thinking about the three P's, which we talked about, pay, professional development, and pleasure. pleasure. And I recently had a job and I was like, okay, this one's only pay. And it used to be pleasure. It's not anymore. So goodbye. Mm. Whoa. So I, that was a recent, a recent change. And I'm always, yeah. Um, so that's a constant thought process that's something that's changed a little bit was it sad um yes definitely felt like a chapter closing i'm definitely i think anytime you go through change it's a scarier than you want it to be um yeah but i think also i was able to be like i'm scared but guess what this is a good feeling because you don't want to be comfy right you want to be always yeah. Challenging yourself. Exactly. Or just a little bit uncomfortable. A little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. I like to like move my body a lot mm-hmm. and work out. I you have all of the muscles, I noticed. <laughs> you didn't well, leave any. I have a lot that are missing anyone. apparently because Who? I've been doing <laughs> some martial arts and I'm getting smashed sometimes. By other people that are also doing martial arts for longer yeah. than you? Not even. Just like just people that muscles? know how to do it. They have you know they have them better places. They have better placement. Okay. And they have, yeah, some of them are like just ripped. Anyway. I don't understand muscles that much. Muscles um, are I've got important. A lot of, I've got a lot of <laughs> room for growth in terms of understanding muscles. Well, well, in terms of like physical muscles, yeah. right? Because you definitely are ex- have been exercising challenge in other types of muscles. But when I work out, I like to be a little bit uncomfortable because... It's not really about the results that I see. It's like about the results that I feel. And when I get motivated by people, it's always like videos that make me uncomfortable to think about doing myself. Mm. Like that's that looks hard. So you're just YouTube being very difficult. Basically, (laughs) it's like I'm trying to trying to surround myself with people like a a community that's online that pushes me to like go to the next step very cool. so in what ways like specifically are you are you going to the next step so um one of my creative endeavors is uh singing with a 1940s jazz group called the new york nightingales ny nightingales on the instagram we're also on the facebook can you give us a sound bite yeah 
Another bright, another June, another sunny honeymoon, another season, another reason for making whoopee. That was uh, that was great. Thanks. That was perfect. We don't sing that as a group, but I sing. What? I could give you like. The <laughs> <laughs> that is fake news. <laughs> That was an alternate fact. Follow us on Instagram to never hear that. <laughs> it's not true. I do sing it as a solo. Oh, but I wasn't going to sing something we sing the three of us because my line is sometimes so boring to hear on its own. What part it would do you be sing? Like, well, we ch- we switch it up. But I imagine me singing in like something I have like. What is the what is the most favorite like part like, to sing and the, your least favorite? part? I love singing the interesting parts, like the moving parts. Like I was a huge huge in band and you know the conductor will always tell you like bring out the moving parts and like sometimes there'll be like a weird harmony that like when you're learning it's very like struggle bus and you finally get it and it's a challenge but it's cool I like singing backup but I also like taking the lead I like it all okay now let me give you an example (laughs) of a song that is very not fun to hear this like my part okay are you ready you leave the up Pennsylvania, that's a melody, but I don't sing that. I sing, you leave the Pennsylvania station, but no, I can't do it on my own. No, I could, but I'm nervous about it now. I need Pennsylvania station about a quarter to four. Yeah, the magazine, and then you're at the door. Nothing could be finer than to have your ham and eggs in Carolina. When you hear the whistle blowing eight to the bar, then you know the Tennessee is not very far. Yes. Oh, Tennessee. Nice. I say that because I know I've got my Chattanooga people in the house. And what's the tag? What's the actual famous tag of that song? Chattanooga, 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 all aboard. Yeah. You know. Isn't that track 29? <laughs> I don't know. I sang uh, something uh, like that uh, in high school. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Songs like that are so important because they can teach you to be confident singing harmonies because the sure. song is so fun. Yeah. And like you're not singing about anything that's too specific to like offend yeah. anyone. You're just like doopity de doop yes. reep a doopy bop bop. I feel like most people who are a little bit musical have a song or more than one song that is their favorite to harmonize with my first moment that i sang harmony was lion king um it means no worries uh it's a trouble-free philosophy oh yes (laughs) just sticking on the note (laughs) okay so this was as a kid free philosophy Hakuna Matata. That was like I was saying that. Do, I was do, like, do, I'm the best do, do, musician do, do, in the do. world. Yeah. You and you are. Maybe you are. Definitely. Did you not. know that scientifically? <laughs> I know for maybe sure. this is like YouTube science, but I've is, heard some people <laughs> YouTube science confirm this. Those two words next to each other don't make sense to me. It's like bro science, you know, YouTube science, like I saw this or I read an article, quote unquote. You oh, know. I see. But okay. you are the center of the universe at all times like you I for for think you about that all the time yeah like your location in the stars like geographic like wait how do we get to here um um because you said maybe i'm the best singer in the world oh but i am because it's my it's, story yeah, yeah for sure right but i actually want my story to be that i'm not because then i always have something, something to aspire to yeah 
Anyway, I was walking down the street today in the West Village, love, like loving my life. Because I don't know if you've spent you spend much time in the West Village, but anytime I'm there, I'm like, my life is amazing. I don't know what it is. The energy down there is so lovely. The West Side in general is great. Yeah. Anyway, people are happy. The streets don't make sense. It's like yeah, you're like you're just like a little more whimsical. A little lost. There's lots of cute dogs. Lots of cute shops. Yes, that I would never go. Never into. go into. I feel like I break everything. I, I look in the window. I'm like, that shirt costs more than I make most days. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, anyway, and then I was looking around and being like, I, I have this. It's not the first time I've had this thought, but the thought of like, every single person that I'm looking at, their problems are feel just as real and as big as my own, but it's a totally different set of them that I'll never truly understand. Hmm. And yeah. I love that being able to look at other people. That's what I love about yeah living in New York. I do too. You're and always like, like this person's journey. Like you get little glimpses into people's lives. Yeah. And yes, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. My mom kind of taught me to do that because uh, we would go to the mall sometimes just to people watch, and we would sit in like the food court area and just watch people and come up with stories Aww, for them. Oh, that's the cutest mom activity I've ever. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like I think it really did have an impact on like who I am now. Yeah. I'm like, I, and, but living in New York has made me like kind of zoom out. Mm. If my my mind my perspective is like a camera lens, mm. I zoom way out, and I. I can get overwhelmed thinking about that too much. Because mm. if I think about everyone's story, I'm drained. And then I come home to the people or the things that like I want to do. And I'm like not even physically tired, but just emotionally. Sounds like you drained. go real deep into people's stories. <laughs> it's just being around this many people like all the time. It's yeah. like it, you f do feel like you're swimming in an ocean. Depends on how tuned in you are to other people. Because sometimes I can go around and I don't. Like the other day I was on the subway waiting for the train, clearly zoned out because I got up to get on the train and I was moving too slowly and the door shut and I wasn't on yet. And I put my arm out. This happened yesterday. I was like, hello. And I made eye contact and I'm not a slow mover. Like I, I pick up the pace. I must have picked the wrong door. I must have picked a clogged up door and everyone else was like, let's do this. Let's go. But my, I just was like following this little group of people. I was sauntering, and I feel the reason why I'm saying this is because I feel like sometimes when I take transit, I don't notice anybody, anybody. And then sometimes when I take transit, I'm like looking around, and yeah. being like these people are so interesting. Everyone is yeah. on a different path, but we're all taking the same train. I see what you mean. I think there definitely needs to be a balance. Yeah, it's like when they say when you first move to New York, it's hard to see how many homeless people there are, but then you kind of like Boy. don't get sad about it anymore after a certain time, which is true to a certain extent. But then there's like a different level of like being sad because you notice the the detachment. Right. It's like Secondary it's like consciousness sadness. is a gift, mm -hmm. and but it's also a curse. Yeah. We have the con we have the awareness as humans to at, at some deep level we recognize that that's a person on the street, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Every time, we even stuff if it it's down. something that yeah, we stuff it down. Um, blah, 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 back to why I was talking about the nightingales before I sang many a song. Um, kind of relevant. Speaking of homeless people, because of where you guys sing. Yeah, a lot. we s we do actually busk in the subway system. Yeah. We haven't done it recently cuz when you sign up as a busker it's a 3 hour slot oh, and that's like That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. 
Maybe How many people are in your group? We have, uh, well, there's the three vocalists, and we sing with live piano and bass most often. Hmm. Um, we don't have tracks. A lot of people encourage us to um, figure out a way to have a performance where it could just be the three of us and a, like a sound system. Yeah. And um, no musicians, it would be easier. But it's part of the 1940s sound is the, the live aspect is so quintessential. I respect that. That adding. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And um, I mean, down the road, who knows? But um, so part of what's happened for our group is we were connected with this man named Hal Shane, and he was part of the New York Rhythm Kings in the Ooh, 80s. Cool. Have you what? heard of that group? What yeah. is this group about? The, uh, the New York the Rhythm New York Kings. The New York Rhythm Kings? They Did they like have travel. leather jackets? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Have you heard of them, or are you just no? They just surprised have to. By the you name? know, they have to have leather jackets. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What yeah. is okay? What's this group about? So they the he basically is just like a lot of experience as a performer is the point, and his his mentor was Tommy Tune. But this group of guys that he toured with, they would like play guitar, they play like accordion, they and they would tap, and they would yeah. they had this like I think hour and a half or so show that they toured everywhere, and they were just like a bunch of dudes like doing harmonies and like having a good time just kind of be bopping yeah so he got connected to us because we you know are always looking for people to kind of get us to another level and so he came and saw one of our shows recently and he's met with us and gave us a lot of really good pointers and so that's one of the ways that my art is being advanced currently is by having someone that has decades of performance experience taking us under his wing and being like i have all of this insight to give you guys and I want to coach you and I want to be involved with your group. And he's, you know, he's wanting to be a mentor to us, which I think as a performer, you're like, this is the coolest thing that could happen. Yeah. That's like right where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And he really knows what he's talking about. And he's like, we've had people in our lives, like our personal lives, tell us some things that to improve that would help us, you know, get tighter, get you know, get more impressive, mm -hmm. but to have it from an outsider is somehow more, it's just impactful on a different level because it's somebody that doesn't know any of us personally from before. And so everything that he says is from a fresh perspective and he, yeah, he's been in the community for, you know, probably 50 years. You know, what's so crazy is that <laughs> if he walked past me, I probably would not recognize him. No, you know, no and way. So like, no way. To tie this back to what we were saying earlier, and ending it on a positive spin, mm -hmm. is that you know, being aware of other people and the fact that they have stories and living in a city like this is like, um, I've been doing martial arts lately, and it's been teaching me that you can judge a book by its cover, but it doesn't really matter because this person could know something that you don't. And that puts you in a situation you weren't expecting. And you can either deal with it or you can't. But, like, that's true of everything and everyone in life. Like, any time I encounter someone, they could be a black belt in what they do. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to mm -hmm. recognize them. It's like, so mm -hmm. I, it's, been a it's been a helpful way for me to gauge, like, for myself. Like, well, what it, okay, so what is it to respect other people? Like, what is it to actually, like, um you know own living in a city with this many people yeah because like this is my community you know day in day out all these people are my community so it's like you could know you could be a professional like race car driver yeah a lot of people come here because of a very specialized 
there's sometimes not always, but sometimes very specialized regions. So you're like yeah. you're taking the train with the probably some very crazy, insane. Yeah, because it's so true that some some days I take the train and I'm like, everyone's dumb, everyone's an idiot, everyone's inconsiderate. And then sometimes I choose to look around and say, like, you know, that, yeah, I just like to sometimes go the extreme and, like, what could they, what could they be going to do and what, like, science or other cool, like, art or, because we live in a city where there's just, there's a lot of people rocking it. Rocking it and rising it? Mm-hmm. Hey, are you doing anything coming up? Yeah. What? Um, well, the Nightingales have, we sing at City Winery, so we have a show on April 28th. That's a cool venue. Yeah, yeah. it is a cool venue, and it's getting torn down. What? <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. I think there's, this is, I'm spreading a rumor right now, but somebody told me that Disney bought the whole block, and so they're like tearing <laughs> everything down. What? For It's a for rumor. What? Building? something like, else or I'm a sh- sure they w- like a like, movie shoot i, I think like sometimes bullshit. people want like a hq so they probably want to put their head some big company wants to put their headquarters on the entire block and so everything's getting torn down but the good news for city winery is that they're probably getting a like a nice some level hopefully they own the building that they're in and they're probably getting a low like a nice buyout and then they'll buy a new space to create art truth hopefully hope hope but you know yeah. it probably will be a longer process but anyway, we're playing there on April 28th. It's a yeah. brunch show, which always Yummy. feels cool because we go there, we sound check, they feed us brunch, and then we sing two people eating brunch. And brunch is a very, uh, like, I feel like it's very bougie. And I f- look out into the crowd, and it just seems like everyone's really having a nice time. And that's a nice feeling. Hmm. Like, all these people get to be here eating a leisurely meal and listening to music at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brunch is definitely it's so always bougie. Yeah. Unless you're like, like at home PM. just eating a late There's breakfast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> having brunch. Yeah. No, you're not. But then, you're it, yeah. Waking up late. And then, or you're intermittent and then fasting, you're having you know? a weird amount of time till dinner. Yeah. If you're having brunch when it's supposed to be, which is at 11. Yeah, but brunch in New York happens at 2. What's so your people ideal that are brunching, brunch do they have meal? to breakfast before they brunch? No. But what? people go to brunch at two. Is that their first meal? I mean, they might have like I'm a worried. bagel or like a donut or a muffin or coffee. Sometimes coffee with like half and half can fill you up. And then you're good until two. I, I <laughs> don't. I mean, I go through phases of like trying to restrict my eating. Right mm. now I'm eating all the things all the time. But... <laughs> That's because I was just for a a while, like pretty dedicatedly eating from like two you were in or in, three interma- um, intermittently fasting, yeah. yeah, two or three to like ten. I love how everyone has different words for what like all the because we spend so much thought about the things that we put in our bodies, not everybody, but a lot of people, and I like how now we have what's the word for people that just um eat when they want to there's a word for it now gluttonous no (laughs) (laughs) a compulsive impulsive eating compulsive no compulsive would be an impulse is like i'm hungry that's an impulse yes compulse is you can't it's like compulsive you can't control understood right so which one are you talking about (laughs) impulsive eating doesn't seem like an issue it isn't an issue it's just a way of eating now 
Wait, what? Like people just following their impulses where I think it mostly oh, is pertaining to people weird. who have issues um, being huh. like, I shouldn't be eating this or whatever. Impulsive issues. It's, or impulsive eating. It's impulsive huh. eating. So it's like essentially just eating. But <laughs> now we call it impulsive eating because people that don't, it's not natural for them to just eat whenever they want, whatever they want. So, yeah, it's... So it's like it, it's like a term for not just following your gut. I think it's giving it's people giving people what? permission to follow their gut because I think a lot of people in their childhoods were said you can't have ice cream twice today. But if you're crossed by if you like, I don't know for some reason we're at like a per- person's birthday party and you had some ice cream there. Then later in the evening you walk by uh, like a beautiful ice cream shop and you're like I'd like to go in and try that ice cream shop. Like you're following your impulses. Whereas when you were a kid or somebody in your life probably would have said, you can't have ice cream again today. Right. You know what's weird is like, I don't feel like I had to deal with a lot of that as a kid. I think probably as a male too in general, maybe a little less than females. I think maybe females are taking that as like a, yo, remember that time that you were told you can't eat this muffin or this bagel or that you shouldn't have this or that and your body had to look like this? Well, guess what? Just eat whatever you want and then whatever your body looks like is cool. I just meant like relative... Or compared to like my other classmates, like this one kid, I'm gonna I'm not gonna not say his name, but I'll tell you his name after this episode because his name makes the whole story worth it. Just it like makes so much so sense. So for all of these listeners, <laughs> it's don't. Cliff. Huge. I'm gonna Cliff I'll give you hanger. the uh initials. M M. Ooh, I wanna say it so bad. I'm not gonna say okay, it. Okay, here's the thing. What if we get M- we get a contest M- and if someone gets like ten likes to our Instagram? I know it's not about all the likes. M- We're not about the likes. M- but it's like get ten people to follow our Instagram and we'll DM DM us about MN DMS men about MN. Anyway, he uh or they I already blew it. We all know who you're talking about now. They only could have like carrots like carrots and celery and they were the type of kid that um you know how you can always you can like see their blood and like it's like splotchy and it's not a skin (laughs) disorder it's just like it looks like they had just um cut off circulation to their arm and then let the blood flow back in. Don't know in. any kids like that, but go on. What? It's like everything's right under <laughs> so the surface. So why was he only eating carrots and celery? Because he's one of those kids. Like, he couldn't watch Rugrats. Oh, his parents. He couldn't watch Nickelodeon. And right. He, he only ate carrots, only ate celery. And then, like, his lunch was... Were you giving him other food items out of... Everyone else was eating fruit roll-ups, fruit gushers, like pretzels right. and all and this like, other my stuff. My mom doesn't like when I eat processed foods. Yeah, but but what was weird is that he wasn't because those foods fill you up so much. He was like having like four carrots and like two stalks of celery for his snack, and then his lunch was not that much bigger. So he was frail. He was a frail little guy. How old were you when you little knew this person. guy? Um, this was like kindergarten through first grade, and then second grade. I think he left because he couldn't take it. People were not nice to him. I liked him. I also <laughs> liked to sometimes bother him. Feels like we're um, allowing you a space to admit some things and maybe <laughs> <laughs> like process and maybe reach out to this MN person. Oh no, I think about it sometimes. Yeah. 
It's tough to be cool in school. I, I was school very lucky to be on the other end, so I don't have to feel bad about anything because it was all happening to me. It was happening to oh, you? yeah. What? What did people make fun of? Because uh, I was obnoxious, mostly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So did you get like <laughs> nicknames or did people pick you last? Also, you know what sucked is what? looking way younger than I was. I feel like if you look little mm-hmm. in middle school, like you still look eight or nine. Yeah. Everyone is trying to act like a teenager. Yeah. Intentionally. Yeah. yeah. Like that sucks. And it makes everything harder. And the more you try, the more it looks bad. And I tried very much. Okay. A lot. Okay. All of the trying. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> got it. Uh, got it. <laughs> I look back at pictures of myself and I'm like, dude, you were lanky. You looked like you had toothpicks for limbs. How did you not break, you know? And I think back to the stuff I did and I was like, how did I not get seriously, seriously hurt? Mm. Childhood is crazy. Did you ever get hurt? Have you had anything? Broken? Oh, I've had, um, I've had many things happen. And I'd say more of my more serious injuries are when I was like, older maybe 19 and up mm, but when like, you were less wiggly when i was less wiggly there was more weight to mm. it you know probably what i was i know i'm i've done some dangerous things so but i did dangerous things as a kid and i have some scars to prove it here <laughs> oh you have one we're pointing to our chins <laughs> we're putting our chins in the did mic did you have stitches i did have stitches same i had to hold the uh, paper towel up to my chin okay same. so picture this lookout mountain Boom, driving up. It's like a little foggy. All you Chattanooga people, you don't know that. Look up mountain. Picture it, though. Picture it like um, in like... Is that a major attraction? Yeah. Cool. For a couple reasons. Nice. But mainly because it's just so pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. And I went to (laughs) the house of one of my crushes at the time. I was lit. I was little. Okay, so yeah. this was not it serious. It's so weird at how young we've been like attracted to other humans. Yeah, it starts yeah. so little. I remember uh, the name of my crush in preschool. Yeah, Catherine. Same, Josh. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's Josh, but Josh is a hot name. I'm not sure Everyone if it's Josh, Josh or Tim or Mark. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot. Everyone named Josh is hot. That's interesting. What about Josh uh, from Drake and Josh? Did you watch that? N- no, my kids, my parents didn't let me watch Nickelodeon. Oh. That's me. <laughs> um, picture this. Look out, mountain. It's like a little f- um, foggy, but it's a it's nice house. It's always out. foggy. Well, not always, but to this day it was. Oh, got it. And I'm going to the house of one of my crushes. Right. And she... Not Catherine. No. No, no, no. We've moved faster at this point. Yeah. Her name starts with an E. Initials E D. And you'll tell me after because it'll all make sense. Yeah, it'll all make sense when you hear your name. It'll all click. <laughs> Not at all. Her name is like kind of cool, I guess. No, but go on. The first um, pronunciation and the last sound that you made the the first sound and the last sound are right. Okay. Uh. uh. Got it. I'll tell you. But the entrance to her the, the, her house was like it would go in on her kitchen, and it was like um, this beautiful stone pathway entrance, and then there was a stone wall that separated like her the lawn was kind of elevated, and so then it was stone wall down into the house. So it was kind of cool. She lived very close to the mountain, or actually on the mountain. Well, she lived on the mountain. Yeah, so cool. So it was like her backyard was very like hilly, right? You know. 
not saying all yards on the mountain were hilly, just hers was. And <laughs> so it had started to kind of drizzle. Like, okay. it, I don't know if you were out today, yeah, but that when it was. first started, yeah, super that's what it was doing, misty. but with like on a, in a beautiful, like super green, like foggy mountain. I'm in my crush's house. Your parents dropped you off? We're leaving. No, my mom like had to talk or like get something or something. I don't know. Cool. You know, some some school mom shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was up on this stone wall like, yo, I'm at ED's yeah, house. I'm so going to jump off this stone wall jump and land on my two Is she feet. watching? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, not like watching me, but she's there. She Like if I e- jump off the stone wall, it's like, <laughs> you're going to see it. So I did it, and I s- s- immediately slipped forward, and just went right. On, I landed right ow, on my ow, chin, ow. and we had. I had to hold it there and drive all the way back down the mountain, like. And I I remember looking at like looking at the paper towel and thinking, this is because you wanted to look cool, mm. and now look at what you look like. And that was the beginning of doing so many more things just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wait. So. Did you get stitches? How many did you get? I don't know you how went straight many. straight to the hospital? I don't know. Um, yeah. I wonder if we had broken chins at the same time, because I was around seven, and I was trying to look cool. What were you doing? I was walking behind my dad and Jillian Richmond's mom, and she had her arms. She had a jacket on, because we were at my brother's speed skating race, because I grew up in Canada, and we all do very many winter sports. So I was at a speed skating race, duh, walking up concrete cool. stairs, at, stairs at the arena. My hands, I, I looked at her mom and her hands were by her sides and her sleeves were out and I was like that's such a very cool look and so I did the same and I was climbing up these stairs and I must have misstepped and went down and since my hands weren't properly in my jacket I couldn't catch myself so my chin banged oh, on the corner oh and I remember that feeling of holding your chin and yep. just gushing blood it didn't really even hurt that bad. It was more just like the blood. knowing that, yeah, your your body was open. Yeah, and then I got like seven, I think it was seven. I can't remember how many stitches. I was going to say seven when you yeah. asked me, but I wasn't sure, yeah. so I said I don't know. I also remember going skiing with my other my crush a few years later named Sam Stewart. And I think my brother was sick, and he was supposed to come skiing with us, and he didn't. And I was alone Perfect. with Sam Stewart. Heck Yes, he's a skateboarder. Follow at Sam Be Stewart cool. on Instagram. <laughs> he like owns a skateboard shop now. He's very cool. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I think That's it's cool. called Shreds. You guys can follow him. <laughs> okay, follow Shreds. Shreds skateboard. It's in Cochrane, I think. I know it's in Cochrane. I don't know if that's the name of it. Okay, so Sam was going down, and I was like, oh, you're teaching me how to do moguls. Very cool. Or not moguls, but like little bumps and like catching a little air. And getting air is like very addictive. So I was like, for sure. More, more, more. And then he, we were going down, what do they call the big jumps when you get, there's like the big, they're just S- called jumps maybe. S- oh, shoot. Slope. Shoot. I don't know. Shoot. Shoot, I don't know. So I, w- I went off one and it looked like I could manage it. It looked like fine. A flume? I'm sorry. It was a it was a it was a jump. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so I, I like went, I was like gonna catch some speed, gonna do this real good. <sighs> Sam's gonna be soups impressed of how brave I was. And I remember like looking and like the snowboarders are all sat, like cause they're taking turns going down and uh-huh. you know, they're they're like chilling. And I remember them looking at me and like cause I was like teeny tiny, because I was probably like I said I was 
I don't know how, I think I might have been 10, but I probably looked six or seven because, like I said, very small. And like I remember looking, people Button. looking at me and seeing like this little twiggy girl like going down very fast off of this jump and like them looking at me. And I remember being like, they like the feeling that people thought I was going too fast, but being like, no, 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 I got this. <laughs> yeah. And I went off uh, it. Yeah. And I remember that feeling in the air like it was yesterday of, uh-uh. I don't know how to finish this. <laughs> like, in the air, like, there's no way. What happened? I, like, crashed, and, like, my I'm pretty sure my ski flew off, and it was... And where are the stitches? I didn't get stitches from that one. Oh, good. That was just, the, that was just bruised pride. Oh, bruised? No. No one cares about bruised stories. And so, I'm Well, Sam Stewart bruised never really made, made moves, or vice versa, so it never oh, took off. Yeah. Probably because I didn't land that jump. Did that... Dang it! Did that, like, kind of rejection... Happen all the time. Um, Absolutely. Bruise you? <laughs> Did it bruise you? Uh, I feel like we're like this is time for you to kind of process some I do. things and admit. I said that to you. Oh what? Whoa! Full circle. <laughs> Only one of us can process. Otherwise, we're ca- uh, the counselors counseling the counselee. <laughs> I guess that's how friendships work. Are we friends? Yeah. Were we friends when we did the first episode? Yeah. Oh, word. I thought we could show like some development. You were like, I don't know. I mean, I knew you. Okay, cool. I mean, I do think it's that kind of thing when you're close with close people and then like you meet and you're like, okay, we're super close just because I'm close with your close person. Right. That's that's such a good distinction like to make because sometimes I feel like I fall into friendships where I'm like, wait, how did this start? If I didn't know you through, you know, X, would I like you? Mm. Because I really like X. Mm Mm-hmm. By extension, I'm gonna like what X likes. Hopefully, but also maybe not. And that's such a that's such a cool thing. Is like I was talking to my friend recently. She's like, I want this. My boyfriend wants me to hang out with his sister, but we don't have anything in common. I don't know if I want to go. And I'm like, I find myself thinking the same thing. Like, what do I have in common with these people? I can't get along with them. However, shouldn't we be making friendships with people that we don't have anything in common with? For sure. And why? Or maybe and not what's friendships. what's the line? And what's the line? And like, why can you sometimes be friends with people you have nothing in common with? And sometimes it doesn't, I guess it's more energy than likes and dislikes. I think it's good and it's healthy, but I don't know about like, should is hard because like some people don't have, I know it sounds crazy, but some people don't really have access to that much diversity. Right. So I think like. Right. Which is why nobody liked me in school because I was diverse. I wasn't going with the right. with the school right. of fish. I was like, I was the octopus on the outside, like wiggling all eight arms at the same time, being like, "Look." Do you still kind of feel like that? Um, no, because I live in fucking New York. I'm right? the most normal it, person It's like everybody. Here. <laughs> it's everybody. <laughs> um, it's kind of cool though because I'm a married lady now, and I think about Ayo. like how sometimes I'm still like, still feel like that girl who's getting asked out as a joke. And like I'm like Are you now getting I'm asked married. Out? In bars or whatever? Are people uh, like hey, it's happened can once, I buy you a drink? And I like was like, I don't know how to say this, but I'm married. And oh I was boy. so weird. <laughs> oh I was so weird. But then it was cool. Oh and now man. we're friends on Instagram. Oh nice. Is it um at Shred Skateboards? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, sorry. No. Uh, no. JK. What if um, he came back gonna... all those years later? Sam Stewart? Yeah. He's like, hey, can I buy you a drink? Like, I don't know how to say this. <laughs> He's like, but we skied together or we did the shoot. To, we did the jump together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't really like him for anything aside from like his like 
booby jokes and his like looks like do you like anyone in, when you're eight or like let's say when you're eight to 13 anybody that you have a crush on is it for any reason aside from their physical appearance yes okay i think it just depends on where you grow up and what your story is sure because like looking back at my childhood i realized i was super sentimental mm. Like, I was in class, and my teacher, I think, went to the bathroom, and I heard um, that my brother was on the playground, and he broke his arm. And we were doing, like, we were taking a quiz or something, or, like, finishing some assignment, and I immediately just, like, got up and left the class and, like, kind of started to tear up, and I was, like, sprinting to find my brother. And he was, like, okay. He fractured his arm or whatever, but... I remember that like ruining the next couple of like days, you know, and then I got yelled at at my teacher for leaving the class and stuff. Were you going to bring this back to liking people for any other reason than their physical appearance? Yeah, like that, like, and I remember like any experience, like it didn't even have to be as drastic as that. Like, I remember one thing, there was this one girl I had a crush on, I think it was, you know, she was just like sitting across from me at the desk and my paper would like go over her t onto her side of the desk. My desk was a little higher than hers because you, you know, you yeah. could like adjust them or whatever. Yeah. And, um, she got mad at me and I remember thinking, what? Like, I don't have any problem with you. Why are you mad that my paper g got over, you know? And she was just mm -hmm. a kid like that's, this is my side. Yeah. Like, who it's, cares? It's you know, and I see that stuff now and I'm like, what? chill bro it doesn't matter right you know but i remember that like hurting my feelings and i remember being like no nah, now that she did that i'm gonna push my paper and this back. is someone you had a crush on like kind of you know she was but just this changed it you were like well you kind are of it changed it in me like meaning like if she did have a crush on me she would have she would have not treated me like that so right there's no use in me like thinking about her mm. you know Mm. So whatever. <laughs> Rejection. It was funny. I used to Small. I used to take things so personally. Mm -hmm. Like my PE teacher would like say like he had this rule: if you ask what we're doing, you have to do extra X, oh, Y, and Z. Oh wow! And I remember that getting, dude is a little he bit was a, he's a little impatient. Bit much. Yeah, and he was the varsity. Well, yeah, he was like or like send out a schedule so we all know what you're doing. He was actually a great guy <laughs> and still is, but some of the things like some of the rules like that, I think he was just doing because it, it did teach discipline, but it was like kind of more of like how I think he or was or listening. Cause maybe he's like, yo, I said what we were doing. Now, if you don't hear it the first time, then that's on you listening for sure. But also I think part of him just didn't want to be bothered with it. Cause I get that now. Yeah. Like I'm like, I should say this once. I'm not going to say this again sure. because whoa, it bothers me to repeat myself over mm. and over again. But you know, I remember getting motivated by what we were doing that day, like mountain climbers. And I remember thinking I want to be better at recess, like when we play basketball. So I want to do extra mountain climbers. I was like, can, can we do like one extra set or whatever? And then you asked in front I of asked, your class to do more mountain climbers. And because of that, I had to like sit out for a couple minutes when we started the game. Everyone was mad at you. Kids were mad at you. Teachers mad at you. That's a lose yeah, lose. But I was just wanting to get more fit. Then go home and do. 
but I was in class. I'm sorry, like, I'm on his side. Don't you here. want a teacher? Don't you, as a teacher, don't you want a kid to raise their hand and be like, "Can we do more of this?" Sure. Like yeah. this is what I like. Right, but instead you got because there may be other kids out there that think that, yeah. but because of your rule, which I wasn't thinking about at right. the time, because I was excited about what he was yeah. teaching us. Yeah. Like that's some like that's toxic. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of toxic. I I in gym class. This is a grade twelve story. We yeah. had, we had a test that we had to take in gym. I don't know why. It was a test, maybe about like canoeing terms or something. Mm-hmm. Again, physical ed in Canada. Very different. So it's like a test on canoeing terms. That's so weird. <laughs> or something. And it conflicted with another t- test we had scheduled. And I brought that up. I said, yo, that time doesn't work because we have this other thing going on. And then every single kid in the class was so mad at me because they said like, oh, he, you're the reason why we're having to take this. Because if, if we just phoned out on the radar, we could have gotten out of it because we mm. had a conflict or something. It's weird about these things that like stick with you. But yeah. the kids were mad, weren't mad at you. You just got punished by only the teacher for the mountain climbers. Yep, basically. Mm-hmm. Everyone else got to play the game when it was time to play the game. And then know? later they weren't like, yo, next time let's not do more mountain climbers <laughs> than we're No, required. just I thought, like to bring it back to the being sentimental <laughs> yes. as a kid, I just thought like, whoa. I So mm. if I g- do get excited about things, like I, I have to contain that. Right, like when your brother and I feel broke like his arm, you know, you're like... What, when what my was brother broke choice, his arm, like my, my response was to contain. Like my teacher right. told me to contain my response, which was just wor- genuine worry for my yeah, brother. Yeah, for your yeah, that's and especially because you don't really understand how you know how serious things are. So if someone says your brother's hurt on the playground, like of yeah. course you're gonna run. Do you remember last or the first time we did this podcast? Yeah. I remember saying something like, "Artists in the city are undervalued and under." I said undervalued, basically. Undervalued meaning like financially, but also undervalued in terms of just there are so many people doing things without any type of, not even recognition, but like traction, Mm. you know? And I, but I had this, I had Tim Rogan on yesterday. Mm -hmm. Was it yesterday? Two days ago. And he was like talking about how um, basically like, He was saying that what we do as artists, he was saying specifically as an actor, it is necessary. And I think we we kind of like landed on the same page and agreed that what we do is necessary, even though on paper it may look like it's a luxury item to indulge in the arts or, you know, entertainment or whatever. Because you don't need Netflix, like you need food. Understood, yeah, different level. It's a different level. And so I think we did agree that it is necessary to some extent, like with what it means to be a human now. Especially for quality of life, right? And like relating and understanding yourself and yeah, the environment that you live in. Yes. And so I think personally, like we're talking about all this stuff as memories from childhood. Our first crushes are like taking things too personally or being too sentimental. I think it definitely plays a part in like who I am and what I do. And like, you know, having a podcast where I have artists like you on where we like just talk about that stuff and maybe it is to process it, but maybe it also is just to entertain. Like, who cares? For sure. But like, yeah, we all have what, stories like that. W- like, what do you think about what we do? Is it necessary? Do you think it's necessary? 
And in what ways is it like necessary in your life? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a choice that you make, right? When you think about yourself in relation to society, what do I want to offer? What Mm. do I have to offer? What's going to make me the happiest? Because when you're making yourself, when you're giving yourself the fuel and the desire to be upbeat and keep things happening and happy with yourself and, I mean, that's hugely valuable, but it's a lot of, especially depending on what, I mean, every artist, I think at a certain time and maybe, I mean, we all, I think as part of, um, being a human is questioning the choices that you're making and the, if what you're doing is the right thing for you. But when you choose to do art, you're definitely choosing to, um, live a less conventional life. Like there's no two actors who have had the exact same career. Mm. Whereas if you're a pharmacist, you, you know, you might have the same. So I think it's, I don't know if I'm answering the question, but yeah, you are for sure. Keep going. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. It's, I guess it's more, it's, it's definitely a, a risk, a risky, risky choice to make. Um, and it also the art that you make, there's no guarantee that it's going to make an impact. So it's kind of a leap of faith in a certain way. Like if you do other jobs where you're making something like you see directly the result, um, Mm -hmm. but it's not that kind of thing. I mean, if you're working on a show that is widely popular, then you see the result because you're getting the fame and you're getting the audience response. But for the for the majority of artists, they don't necessarily, you're not necessarily seeing the fruits of your labor regularly. Yeah. I think it's, I think we may be thinking in terms of, like as artists of delivering a product, like what are you delivering? What mm-hmm. product can you give? And I think what we often ten, like, ha- like have to offer is actually momentum. Like we spark something yeah. in people and like you can see that and feel that when people come up to you and talk to you about mm-hmm. it. like whether it's a show or this yeah. podcast, people have like reached out to me. Yeah. It's like you can make, you can push something in someone, you know, as mm-hmm. an artist and that can help them in many different ways. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, that game at Chuck E. Cheese, like speaking of being a kid where you could put the coin in the slot and it flicks onto a pile of larger coin of like a bigger pile of more of those coins. And there's this thing constantly scraping them forward. And so if you like land your coin in the right spot, it'll push this coin, that'll push that coin, that'll push that coin, that'll push that coin, and they all tumble down and you can get like a prize or whatever. Oh, yeah, don't know that, but go yeah, on. But more, like most often than not, you put the coin in right. there and it just lands. Right, so and that's like, your analogy. What? Yeah, that's that, your that was like, it's about to fall. It's like, how is yeah, that even, you know? yeah. That's and I feel like that's like as, as an, an artist, artist, I'm like yeah. always putting coins in the slot, and I'm like, "What, yeah, dude? Hoping Whoa, for something to land. I feel something here, though. Yeah, this should land, right? This should land. And then when it does, it's like that time that you're about to give up, or your yeah. or your mom's like, "Time to go," and you're like, "Whatever." Yeah. And it's like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. What the? Yeah. And so it's like I'm trying to get to a a point right now, and it does feel like things are are starting to like. I don't want to use the the term settle, but there's there's I'm starting to gain momentum yeah. in, in some things, and it's like yeah. I want to find a way to harness that. Yeah, and actually, that's maybe what we're here as artists to teach other people is that process is just as valuable 
as the product. And that's not yes. something that exists very, that's, we don't have very many examples of that, you know, yeah. so many things in our lives are product driven, but it, when like you have 90% of it is process yeah. that like doesn't really be, yeah. it's, it goes unseen. Yeah. But sometimes and it's, it's so the most fulfilling and like yeah. enriching experience. Yeah. And being able to be passionate about art. I mean, being passionate about anything in your life to me, that's like, that's the ultimate. And, um, hmm. if yeah, when you're, when you're not able to keep that passion while your artistic endeavors aren't maybe going the way you want them to, or just if you're not, if you're able to maintain that passion for me, that's, that's the, that's, that's just the best. So are you, passionate about anything right now yeah what rock rising hello what what yeah. about it um uh, well i like that it's a group of creative people we got together we're like how do we put things out into the world that we're proud of and that's kind of happening and it's only just begun and it's been a very short amount of time but those things are happening and it's pretty exciting um I'm excited about the Nightingales. I'm excited. I'm feeling pretty juiced by having less, like, because the job that I quit was like 15 hours a week. Not 15, a little less. But now I'm like, let's use those hours towards your passion, which is creating and getting things rolling. And I have a lot of ideas. I don't know exactly what those are. But um, for people listening, I also had a certain amount of, um, momentum with a project I worked on when I was, I think, 18 or 19, and I was menstruating. I made up a song, and I was like, "Hey, there aren't any period songs out there." So I wrote the song. I, I had it realized with the help of two friends, Stuart Ewan, Cameron Dunster. My friend Cameron's going to be in New York next week, so I'm very jazzed. At Shred Skateboard on Instagram. At Shred Skateboard. That's Cameron. On no, oh, uh, Cameron Dunster. Sam Stewart is no longer in my life. Sorry. Mm -hmm. He's stayed in Alberta. Cameron's in Vancouver and he's coming to visit me here. Anyway, so uh, where was I going with this? So they helped me write the song. We recorded it. I did it and I like put together a music video shot for shot. We did it. And just those kinds of projects that can um, really like you're excited about and they kind of happen and you just seeing an idea that you have come to fruition is amazing. And I want to do more of that. And if you want to see my menstruation video, it's called Period Piece by Lena D on YouTubes. And um, yeah, just basically having more of my ideas get going. I, I feel like I, I'm on the cusp of getting more ideas out, of, out there, and I'm excited about it. Word. Well, I'm excited. <coughs> as we come to a close, if that's okay with you. I yeah, I feel like we're going to time warp. I don't even know how much time has passed. Probably like Our an hour and a half. Giving us body language, which <laughs> I think um I think what we could do as a closing thing, yeah, is like maybe do another number from the Lion King. <laughs> or have you heard of Do Run? Mm, nope. So it's a the simple The Do Run Run yeah, yeah, yeah. Run, the Do Run that Run. Game. We could do that. Was it? What are you actually talking about? Th that that song. Have I heard of the do? So run? it goes like this. You, s it's a, it's a format that you can sing, and it's a little like improv game. Cool. 
So you go met him at the blank, met like them, not him. It can be met either them at or. the blank. Met him or her or them or they. Met they at the, mm-hmm. you know. So Inclusive. Met, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Met blank at the blank. So it could be met Jim at the bar or met yeah. him at the park, met him at the gala. <laughs> but then you have to rhyme the next phrase. So it's. Let's say it's met him in the park and his name was Sue. A do run, 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 a do run, run. And then I pass it to you. And you could say something like, he said, whoop de doo. A do run, 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 a do run, run. So now that's two. And on the third one, we go, a do, 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 hey. And now I have to rhyme three things in a row. That rhyme with ooh, I think it is. A doo doo doo. Hey. hey. And he had some glue. A doo doo doo. Hey. He snorted it, said a chew. A doo doo doo. Hey. And then he started to eat a shoe. A do run, run, run. A do run, run. And then you can set the next, you set up the next I can't think of how the real song goes now. So it goes like this. Oh, the the song you know? Because now I'm in my head, I'm going to your boyfriend's back. See, I don't in know that head. song. I only know the game. I only know the song. Oh, you don't the game. know. Let's oh. listen to it um, after the game. Let's listen it after the game. Let's listen it <laughs> after the game. Hey, you never wanted it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, my so. boyfriend's. This is what I think it is. My boyfriend's back, and you're gonna be in trouble. A do hey run, la, run. Oh. Hey la, my boyfriend's back. Okay, no, sorry. Okay, let's do do run, run. Okay. I'm ready. I'll, I'll set it up. I'm ready. Okay. Met her at the house and her name was Jack. A do run, 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 a do run, run. He carried a purse instead of a knapsack. A do run, 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 a do run, run, a do do do, hey. And he could really smack. A do do do, hey, and he had a crack. A do do do, hey, er in his pocket. A do run run run, a do run run. Did we change keys? Now where are we? Yeah, we did, but bad. You set up the next format. You're doing the like kids. Okay, okay. One, two, okay. Ready and go. I met them at the bar, and his name was Pete. Do run, 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 a do run, run. He looked at his bill and it wasn't cheap. <laughs> a do run, 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 a do run, run, a do do do. Hey, and he had a tweet. A do do do. Hey, and it was a leap. A do do do. Hey, and it turned me to beep. A do run 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 a do run run. So now look look at this. I love this. If it's very it's nerve-wracking. Very Everyone's looking at you. Sweaty You're like, palms. what's so right? Especially if you have like I've a cheap Hanes t-shirt on it that says improv, 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 improv. Okay, so look. Uh-huh. If so since you did that, Pete was you kind of threw away the last one. I did. But you made it rhyme. But if You're you allowed th- one, gull- like, what do you call it? Mulligan? You're allowed to do that once. If you did that again, we as a group would go out. Out. It's clap, clap, and then two thumbs over out. your shoulders. You know what out. I like, too, when somebody gets out, but you want to be kind to them? Yeah. Make it kind of fun, like clap, clap, out. It's kind of cute. Yeah. Oh, snap. You can take it. 
That's your oh, snap. Oh, snap. Because snapping's kind of fun. Nobody really is mad about it because they weren't like, he's like, you lose, right? It's just all snap. But yeah. let's do clap, clap out. That's cute too. Okay, again, are we doing another round? No. We're going to, oh, I want I you to sing uh, one more sound bite as we go. You want me to sing? That's what you do now that you're uh, hosting a show. Everything's a sound bite. For you. You can't sing a sound. You can't sing a song anymore. Yeah, I think you're good at sound bites. A bite. Your sound bite. A bite. A sound bite. Okay. Sound bite it. All right. Oh, I'll give you the. Go ahead. You'll give me the what? The the drums. Oh yeah, maybe. Is that what you're gonna do? Maybe I might. Um, Mama, may I go out dancing? Yes, my darling daughter. Mama, may I try romancing? Yes, my darling daughter. What if there's a moon, mama darling, and it's shining on the water? Mama, should I keep on dancing? Yes, my darling daughter. What if he'll propose, mama darling, when the night is growing shorter? Mama, what should be my answer? No, my darling daughter. Yeah, for sure. Cool. That's Nightingale. enough. Thanks. Bye-bye. Toodles. This has been a Rock Rising Productions podcast. Thanks for listening.